found that today. Came out of the brush pile that was burning. That's where I get my name Snake from. I ain't afraid of them. Never have been, except when I was a kid. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Master Bastard, the podcast with Clastered. My name is Turlet. I'm Ham Tackle. I'm Sir Chapsworth. I'm Ram Tang, extra classy tonight. I, I like your version better, Sept for. Sept for when I was a kid. Yeah. That goddamn E. I ain't never been afraid of him. Except for when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, ain't never. That's the status, though. That's why they call me Snake. Yeah. Was it uh, your grandma call you Snake? <laughs> we'll get into that half grandma. Half grandma. <laughs> no, not even. No blood relation. None. Mm, Stevie. So, uh, hey, so just dive right into that, the movie. Fucking A. Did you start oh, with Do we it? have a plan? <laughs> no plan at all. Um, well, we, we already, we just drank. We're not going to have a shot. Folks, if you want to take a shot with us. What are you, you talking about? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't want any more of that. No, you need more. No, I'm yeah. good. Nope. No, we hurts. need to right, take mine a too. shot. All right, fine. Mine shit spilled on my face, like, not an hour ago, and I can still, like, feel it on my skin. <sighs> Alright, fucking fine. Folks, drink along at home. I think you're all kind of pretty. Drink your abs. Yeah, you get a little taste there. Oh, half shot. Mm. Chantilly? Mm. Lace. Ah! I took it in my mouth, and then I saw you guys wanted the cheers. So I held it in my mouth. That's the worst idea ever. It really was the worst. It lingered more. I thought you put it away. the worst thing ever. You know what the best chaser for Ash at this? Grapefruit juice. Clamato. (laughs) Salada. Budweiser and Clamato picante con sal y limon. That's just with Mountain Dew, which I'll never know because I'd prefer the absinthe flavor. (laughs) 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 What would you uh, call a shot of absinthe with with a... piece of beef jerky in it uh the uh post-menstrual meat. red tide i don't know uh, some kind of red tide <laughs> bohemian rape city <laughs> botched abortion you know? oh what <laughs> hand, oh, hand no, me it's, down it's a nazi abortion okay it's a shat stick hand me down tampons yeah, and a, town tampons. Or yeah, a, a dried blood tampon. Yeah, yeah, I used to play bass for him <laughs> on tampons. Fuck. Just dried blood. Oh, is this the this is the song for uh... Yeah, this is ravenous. Isn't oh, it? what? What did I actually do a request from somebody and didn't respond to their text message to surprise them? Absolutely you did. Oh. Is this you? Yeah. You requested this song. I oh. did. He requested Man. this soundtrack. I, I knew it as soon as I started hearing that I was like the fiddle. Only one I was waiting for him it. to notice. Yeah, no, it's the I, movie I knew right the, away, but I was looking at him. And it's a movie with the pedophile from the last episode. <laughs> well, does it make you happy? You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I did yeah. it. Six degrees Jeffrey of Jones. pedophilia. Here's the thing. I actually went to Amazon to buy this soundtrack, but it's only available on CD for $33. Whoa. And so, so I went and individually it. downloaded every track from YouTube and then named them all individually and, and had the album. It's so. an amazing soundtrack, man. It's like up there with Oh Brother, Where Art Thou for soundtracks for me. It's a good one. Yeah, it takes I me. like a It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I love that movie with the just 
you know, the mountain fort that just doesn't see a whole lot of action. It's, it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Shit. Suddenly somebody just shows up and they're all fucked up and they've been in the mountains for a really long time. They save them and, and then they sort of, as he becomes healthier, they start to see that he's kind of weird and he, they need him to take him to where everyone died and they go out there and there's clearly evidence that he's been murdering and eating everyone. <laughs> Great, it's great, yeah, great it's movie. Fucking love it. Out there, man. He's a Wendigo because he ate their brain or Wendigo. something. Wendigo. Yeah, well, human you flesh, really. Yeah, you just uh, you absorb the power of the person you eat. So he's Wendigo. Wendigo. Well, that's going to be the backing music is the soundtrack to... It's perfect. It's, it's, it fits the movie that we watched very well. Which yeah, it actually really does. Movie. We probably should go right Let's into the movie, honestly, it. because it. It, we have so much to say about Stevie. I got a lot of stuff to get off my chest. Bastard Peace Theater. Let's get it out of the way. It's a fucking 600-pound pedophile gorilla in the room. So, Hamtackle, this was your pick uh, on Netflix. Stevie. Yes, I was turned on a to this movie. two-and-a-half-hour documentary. I was turned on to this movie through the uh, Your Mom's House podcast with Tom Segura. Uh, talked briefly about this and then used a couple of these weird clips from this movie and it just all I was like I gotta see that at some point and then when I saw it was on Netflix it was a, you know I had to go with that versus the Snowtown Murders because it's always going to be Snowtown Murders just in case so that Turlet someday has to watch it and through his fingers uh, we gotta keep flipping that coin though I'm Two gonna keep months. walking out you've, you've, it's like four times you've flipped and you've won two more months Jesus so, Christ. but it's a great one. It's a, it's actually by the guy who did Hoop Dreams, and he is uh, now in. It's been it's many years since he was the big brother to a troubled child in the boondocks of uh, Southern Illinois, Pomona. And he and he sort of uh, thinks whatever happened to Stevie because he knew yeah. he didn't really have a chance. Stevie, he knew that his trajectory wasn't going up. <laughs> he peaked when he was five in foster care. He wasn't in foster care. He was in the care of Nana at that Eight. point. Oh, this is when he went to foster care. Yeah, so his, care. Uh, it's, a whole, it's a whole two and a half hour documentary. <laughs> this fucking, we actually uh, watched the movie. Documentarian taking advantage of the situation to film a, uh, you know. A familial train Boy, does he not take that long in establishing how guilty he feels still. He well, does. He, he, the narration, he's like. Uh, how can he not? He'll, his, his, him, like interviewing somebody, will say something in the production like, you know, and I would, uh, I'd never take advantage of him. I'd never say this or that. And then uh, him narrating over it years later, like, and then I say exactly that. Oh, well, yeah. When he's talking with the with aunt. Like, I yeah. would never defend him for this. Like, well, why did you fucking visit him in prison, bitch? Not like that, but you know. Goddamn, this was a long one. I watched this earlier today. I, I had today off, went over, and I started playing video games, and I threw it on my other monitor, and I watched it while I played, and it, uh, there's uh, two times where I had mild anxiety issues with, like, <clears throat> Jesus fucking Christ, this is awful. Yeah, it's, a, it's really a train wreck of a human life. It's so sad. Everything is sad in this. Well, it's just, he's a troubled kid, and, uh, by the way, the, what is the, uh, ambiguity about who his dad is? His mom doesn't want to say who his dad is, because it's her he was, dad. He was married, is all she would yeah, say. Yeah, was, to her mom. because he was married, so I just <laughs> left him at my at my mother's they, house. They are from West Virginia, that's where their roots are from. Is it? Really? Yeah, West Boone Virginia. County? I don't know if it's Boone County, but the sister, the way more victim's mother... And the mother both say West. We were growing up in West Virginia, and we, I am they not would surprised get their they switch. have roots in West Virginia. They do. But this is 
I mean, let, let's give Illinois some credit for having some quality white trash too. Uh, I, yeah, and I and Ramtang and I discussed this a little bit. I'm like, I can't believe this shit happened in Illinois. Dude. And he made a good point. Like, boondocks are everywhere, dude. Yeah, but also, <laughs> I bet you anyone that lives in Illinois would go, ha ha. Yeah, they they know there's parts of the state. Well, let's uh, hear from Stevie's girlfriend. I think that um. Oh, the teeth. Oh. Just because he wrecked my car. Mm. This is Tanya. Teeth. He drinks and he does marijuana. No problem. That I can find someone else a whole lot better. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's stop with that logic right uh, there. And the, but cut to a three wheeler with her on the back, <laughs> flailing. But here's the other thing. Here's what she. Here's what she says. My, you know, her people don't uh, approve because, like, her parents don't like him because they know that he drinks and that he smokes pot and that he doesn't care about anyone. And so he'll find somebody wrecked. better than her. What? Where, where, where would you throw that curveball in there? <laughs> like suddenly, <laughs> like because of those horrible qualities, no, they, they even they even talk and find they better. start talking about the fiance, and they're like, "Well, you know, she she's disabled," and it's like, "Well, yeah, but you know, she's she's smart when she wants to be, with a smile." Yeah, in comparison to him, which is <laughs> in comparison to this whole genetic fucking lottery. You know what? His sister's well, his half sister, right? Yeah. She's okay. Like, she's a normal uh, fucking person. Same vag. I don't know about that. You don't think she's no- kind of normal? She's trying to have uh, kids. She got a job and got married, and she's doesn't fucking make her gainfully normal. employed. That's different than every other person in this shit. Who, who else in here is gainfully employed? Tell me. <laughs> well, the one, the, his buddy, who's like, I don't judge nothing. I just know there's two stories on him. Yeah, and he's, oh, you mean the he's Aryan working. No, the guy he goes fishing with, yeah. and then there's the Aryan saying, you just got to make a call. Now, that fucking Aryan nation guy, who thought he was so self-important. Ugh. I'm a big deal. He's like a kind of a, like a, Here, like a really racist down, redneck Ron Burgundy. We're, 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 jump, we're jumping. We're jumping. We are jumping. I just want to say, when I first started watching this, I'm like, this, this guy is completely fucked up. Completely off his fucking tits. Yes. Like, I'm watching this shit, and then I'm like, oh, so the former Big Brother shows up. With his wife and three kids yes. to this yeah. guy's house. Now, mind you, this is before you find out this is a guy who's right. like on well, trial to be a better ass. His wife, though, his wife is a sex offender uh, psychiatrist. So uh, she's she. I think that we they can know what the they're sex offender into. part of this first. All right, here, no, but here, that's here, what she is. Right, ten years later, uh, the guy and his wife go and visit him, and they bring their three very young children. We're going to talk about a plastic kneecap. I have it written right here. He's talking about killing twenty kills one time. I went up underneath the car, and I thought I was cutting the brake lines. <laughs> Instead, I cut the whole wiring system. He's got no shirt. Wiring. So the guy's like, I'm going to take my three young children out of the room while I talk to As they stare at this guy talking about trying to murder someone. Uh, plastic kneecap. Well, you hit his kneecap, he's going to go down. He ain't going to get back up. So I'm not worried about him. Only a Sith feels an absolute. I'm sorry. Oh. So you got to give his the director's wife a lot of credit for listening to that bullshit. And still. She probably hears all kinds of that shit, Yeah, just. Isn't do or do not, there is no try and absolute. No. There's Absolutely not. You have, there's, there's paths there, bro. I know, but I'd say both. Isn't that like a contradiction? Okay, never mind. Sorry. But Stevie. Did we just, did we just send if you're not a, my friend into a meta argument about Star Wars? Then you're my enemy. 
Okay, but he meets up with him, and he's real redneck and gross. And uh... he's got a Marlboro hat on, and later he'll have a camel shirt on and old photos. And it's so he has he's wearing a like camel wear well, and Marlboro wear. And there's so many spaces between his teeth that he could eat a nun's ass through a wicker chair. The first three things I have written down here <laughs> is why did that guy bring his family? Second thing. <laughs> yeah. Second thing. Yeah, I was plastic kneecap. <laughs> yeah, plastic. The third thing is the teeth or lack thereof. There you go. Here's, a, here's a telling That's picture. Exactly where we are right now. Of priorities. So you see kind of a dilapidated trailer. I don't and think that's dilapidated. I don't, well, is that, that's the grandmother's house, right? I think so, yeah. But is look it at all of it grandma's property? So, no, it's birdhouse. the girl's property. Oh. The lawn is mowed. So look green. at how beautiful that birdhouse is. Really nice birdhouse. It's like two-story birdhouse. That's project making. Plantation birdhouse. Place. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> oh, this is the sister. He's trying to visit the sister, but she Burner. keeps thinking he's just going to show a Stevie side of the story of him, like, molesting that well, fucking... Well, hey, hey, let's not a job. jump the shark oh, you guys and get the You guys got to start explaining, because we're like, yeah, this is going to be a while. Okay, so basically, it all comes to pass that old Stevie gets himself to some hot water regarding his sister's daughter, his niece... In which he, uh, I guess, finger bangs her and tries to fuck her. No, it's his aunt's daughter. His aunt's his cousin. His cousin. Okay. Yeah. Like eight years eight, old. Eight year there old. There she is. Her. She looks like a toad. She looks like a toad. Listen, listen to what she says here. So who gets a hard on? Do it again. And who's to say the next time when a child fights him that it won't go one step further? She, where's her stiff dick? Where she screams stiff dick? Hurt the child. I think it's coming. No, it's back. I was told you were the one that bailed him out. It's no, it's you back like thirty seconds. Money. Yep, there no, you go. go. It's go back. Here we are. We really should have had a timestamp for these. I should have taken timestamps, but there's just so much. Here we it's go. Hard. Here we go. He sat in a fucking chair for over two hours, determining whether or not he was gonna teach my child something he felt she should know, and he wanted to be the one to do Here it. it. He was her predator for over two hours beside, before he got a stiff dick and went after her. Awful. Oh, Eight-year-olds, dude. hard on. How can a 26-year-old man right. have a 26 is amazing. I, that guy ages it's like fucking 20, cheese. It's, right? This is 23 minutes into over, like a two-hour movie. Two like, no, we're 23 movie. minutes in, and, and, and this they keep is like the hanging out show. with this dude. Like, I'll always be your big brother, you fucking yeah, child molester. Think about how the yeah, how he felt. Like Jesus Christ. I know, but right. I gotta what finish got? this I, shit. I don't have I don't have timestamps, but I have. Yeah, a, a chronological order here. Okay. And right us. after I have the teeth one, I have uh, the the fucking frog, the fucking frog that he <laughs> that he captures. Yeah, he's and trying then, to catch a frog because frogs are good he, for. Well, well no, he's trying to catch a fish and he's Bass, got the yeah. frog as bait. And he, so he's yeah. reaching in his pocket and you see his finger come out of a hole in the pocket. <laughs> and I already know, I'm like, God, the fucking frog is gone. And sure as shit, the frog escaped out I of a hole it. in he his pocket. He lost the frog twice. The first time he drops it into the gutter and has to chase it. <laughs> well, first time he picked it up out of an irrigation <laughs> ditch in front of a fucking <laughs> like a municipal building. And then <laughs> and somehow that frog got out. <laughs> uh, it's just it's the guy is a, it's a, he's such a piece of shit child molester, and the whole time he's just like the guy's helping him out, and his wife like doesn't. How want are we that, supposed to feel about? It this seems guy. like See? the guy's doesn't his wife does not want him dealing with him at all, and finally she jumps back in the picture. He but does well, not. She's, she's offering to counsel him. He Ugh. doesn't care at all for that. The new postman. It was yeah. so <laughs> weird. Like, Why did you take my baby's job? He's actually what? right here. Oh well, uh, yeah. Uh, nice did. to meet you. 
How come you what got was, to take her job? Was that we'll an awkwardly long that. handshake, too? <laughs> no, yeah, so limp fish handshake. The next thing I have written down is it kind of re reshifted gears and went back to the mother because they've accused her of being like super horrible and then she meet her and she's not. She's going to this church and I wrote down old white fat church dancing because <laughs> she was she was trying and then the lady in front of her was way more enthusiastic and had way less rhythm. This is Methodist. It's shit one of those too, less like... I know about religion and more I'm so lonely I need people that'll talk to me. <laughs> and as they as they talk about the church, then all of a sudden it. It cuts to more. What is this? This oh, this is Ravenous dancing. (laughs) (laughs) No, what about uh, what about the uh, his? He can't get in to see his uh, sister during her medical procedure, and uh, so he he goes outside and climbs a tree. I got the fucking twenty six year old man. So, so who got That's fired as postmaster? Like just it, some just girl that he some liked. Some person who worked there probably before. Some, you find my buddy? Probably some old lady he wanted to fuck. Kind Let's be honest. Toward. So he's at the post you office. You want to introduce me? <clears throat> yeah, I This is Charlotte. That's quite a beard. Post office. Uh, Officer in charge. Yeah. At the post office till eight. They have their new postmaster. We hear she's important. She's the officer in charge of the post office. Well, she's just trying to separate herself from his type. This is so fucking nineties, though, because I saw a can of Surge soda watching this movie yesterday. I haven't seen a can of Surge soda in a long time. I saw a can of Surge soda too. A long time. Won't look him in the eye. I just talk shit about you. I can't look at you. Where'd you have to take my baby's job, man? I know Steve since he's a little boy. Toddler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, what, what what else? Uh, what kind of notes yeah, do you yeah, have? I, and right after that, I have disabled Macarena. Oh. Yeah, I texted you guys earlier when I was watching this. Like, I, you guys are talking about the movie. I'm like, I'm at Macarena. I knew exactly where you were. Because... And this is right before they go to Chicago. Yeah. And do the and, dirty and the dancing. Thing. Right after Macarena. Okay. They... Well, he's in trouble. He's, he gave a confession for molesting the child, and they're going to try to throw the, the the molestation charge out of court with his lawyer. But it's a lawyer is a female, and he doesn't trust females. So after she, she got, gets that she thrown out... She got the thing thrown out, and he doesn't trust her because she's got a vagina. Yeah, and she got it thrown out of court, so he, uh, he, he, uh, fire, he you know, wants somebody else. And he gets some other guy who's kind of an idiot, it seems like. But Total he did it. Shit. He fucking molested these kids, and the whole movie, it's like, I hate, I don't like this guy. He's not like yeah, Well, so, not only that, what about his sister says, oh, yeah, he molested me when I was a kid. Or here's his, his no, but then it, then it comes out his his second foster home, because he did find a good foster home, and he was he was, he was was taken care of and nurtured very well. That they, mom they was amazing. Deal, that she could first deal with foster him mom? amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, then they, they had to really leave nice. the state for some reason, so they had to put him back into the system. And the He next became one, a pastor. He got raped. You know, he got raped at that foster home. Something that still. Da, 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 well, he even so says like, like okay. I can't, I can't say that it didn't happen while we were looking after him. No, yeah, he does say, but that's totally out of context because you know, it, it's just it. I'm such an advocate for abortion, especially watching this shit. Oh, advocate like you're pro abortion, not like pro life. Just like no, oh uh, yeah, no, unless you have like a signed document. Some people shouldn't have kids, man. All right. Hey, uh, here's a, a character. A, a, his best friend looks like God. it was played by Paul Rudd. This guy works five weeks this year. Tim Hicks, Pomona <laughs> neighbor. We tolerate each other. <laughs> you know? My best friend. Boy, yeah, I don't understand that. Jesus. So you're trusting him. All I know is what Steve tells me. And you ain't getting near my daughter. Wait, either way, you know, <laughs> Steve's been known to tell a story now and then. There's two people that know what happened. 
Like, and I'm not him and the child he molested. Yeah, the knowledge <laughs> bombs they friend. drop. They drop constant knowledge bombs throughout. Like they're so fucking smart. They're like, yeah, boom. Well, because they are in their community, and then they get exposed to the world, and everybody's like, oh yeah, this sage wisdom is coming out of the mouth of a retard. <laughs> <laughs> so what's wrong? What, what kind of? I know his his, his girl for his girlfriend slash fiance is is handicapped in some way. Yeah, is she is she. There's something wrong with her. I, I'm not sure what it is. I, I, no, she. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm genuine. I'm genuinely like, what is her exactly? What her handicap? I don't is. think so, it's limited to the speech impediment. Let's put it that way. Okay. Okay. Right. Just just on a, on a side note, when I did start watching this, I noticed that I'm one hour and forty seven minutes into it as I watch it for the first time. The first like, time you watched it multiple times. So I was like, cheese nips. Rewatch. She's like, yeah, I was watching that to try and fall asleep for a week. She watched about 15 minutes and was able to fall asleep after laughing. Of once. this? Yeah. Oh, so the, I like, went all the way to the beginning, started over. She just says, ah, white people. Was this asleep. independent of you watching it? Like yeah. She decided to watch it. On her this. own. Oh, this wow. is months ago. Wow. Oh. You're saying before we yeah. even brought it up. Yeah. There you go. So it's like being rewatched on. I can only imagine what my choices are going to be now on my Netflix account. Yeah, it's a oh, documentary. Watched it it's twice. not that weird. It's not like a, it was a gay documentary. What about this lawyer, this sleaze bag lawyer that he has? Honestly, I've won cases with judges. Judges He's don't trying to encourage him to the fight are. this. I mean, these the charges, charges are, they're and the documentary guy's like, willing to address uh, with him the question of. Uh, yeah, can you talk about him how he's fucked, please? <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a secret that, particularly with the statement, if the statement's in there. Oh my God. Okay. He's trying to get him to plea. Well, he's trying he's to trying get him to, to sign on to a trial so he makes more money. Because yeah, he fired the responsible female lawyer, it sounds like. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I've had success. Because he's a misogynist. I've had Spoiler, success fighting so- right? charges like this. I've had some... Si- and, and then he's like, wait a second, wait a second. Can you explain to him how he's totally fucked and he's going to jail forever? Can you please get to that but, part of the... <laughs> but then him and his Forrest Gump fiance go to fucking Chicago. And who do they stay with when they're in Chicago? Patricia, uh, Tanya's best friend from high school, who is also handicapped and is the most reasonable person. Okay, hold on. Do you, do you think that this, this is like a normal high school and they just gravitated towards each other? Do you think that this is uh, like a? Uh, it's it could be either one. It could be. Oh, is this like a? Uh, oh, or is this like uh, a like a ten teachers? Can you every put, five play the special encounters? I'm not going to play the special encounters theme for this. I'm not going to do it. I already feel bad enough about that. Yeah. No, here's the here's the funny part. You know, there's a sweetness to this though. This whole scene. She's just, there is like an amazing innocence. Her teeth and sweetness. were fixed all of a sudden. You I noticed know that? She did. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Halfway through, they fixed her teeth. Am I invited? Yeah. Oh. When? Just sometime this week. I think the uh, severely physically disabled girl is smarter than the both of them put together. Absolutely. She's absolutely. Kind of, she's, she's just in a. You ain't gonna see me in no tux, let alone no shit. A suit. <laughs> a suit. Oh. He's wearing a wife beater and a, 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 a black wife beater. Think of a 50-year-old Axl Rose that's balding and with government glasses. glasses. And instead yeah. of just not having money now, he never had. Yeah, money. that's what that's what I see when I look at that guy. What's with the finger injury? What do you? What's the story behind that finger? I wanted to know. I really did. They didn't mention it. Why he's got a mummy finger? Church too much. He's also. Is that what's Well, he's so witty. Thing? But then he goes out for a cigarette, and there's a conversation had. Oh. Hey, tell me. I think I'd probably rather die or something. God, saying you're oh, just showing not... off in front of Tristan. No, she don't. He's talking about whether or not he would accept a. 
Mouth to mouth resuscitation from a black person to save his life. Yes, boy. Blue yeah. jeans and a t-shirt. Don't you want your mom and dad? It's always the best of us that are supremacists, isn't it? Hell no. <laughs> Usually, <Steve>. right? <laughs> her mom I don't care about, but her dad. Oh my if God. it had not been for her mother, nor her father, she wouldn't be here today. Knowledge bomb. You go to church too much. <laughs> okay, that was a lie. Pretty oh, witty. so then all of a sudden after I this, you know what, um, cue well, the techno man, music. Because I know what it means. No, you don't. Her father is your enemy. He will be someday. I die. I don't want to rehear this bit talk about day. getting molested either. Yeah, she gets. She talks about being raped when she was a kid. But it's because she's like, oh, why is he here for court? And Tanya's like, well, because he like molested the kid. He's like, did he? Is it true? Is it true? Because you know I was molested, right? It's like, I don't really want to hang out with this guy. Like, well, you know, I really love him and stuff. I don't really think he really did it. No, it sounds like he did it. Like, that's kind of the translation of the entire conversation of this. It's like, and then you know, he says he didn't. That's like her answer. And then cue the techno music because they're all going out well, for a night on the town. Wait a second, there's this one part oh. she said. She says the severely physically disabled one says one thing that I have some issue with, and that is, I now don't feel comfortable around men, and that's why I'm not married. I think there's a couple more variables involved in that, that equa equation. That's not I'm the reason saying. why you're not married. <laughs> oh, be nice, be nice. I am. So this is when I was inspired to create the hashtag for downtown with downs. No dirty dancing. I thought that was what you were at. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come on, baby, get up. Little little did they know that Stevie started drinking with some of the other producers on the set. Tequila. Nowadays people would think he's Johnny Knoxville in an elaborate outfit. Like that's Jessica White in a fucking white beater. Yeah, it just he, he's dressed up like. How would he get into a club, dressed like he is? How would he even fucking get in? Yeah, there's so much shit we're talking and talking about this movie. Tell the whole me where to go. Because I mean, yeah, we were already, I mean, there's so much. You're the one with the Cliff's notes. Yeah. All right, then I have Surge Soda because a motherfucker walked around with a can of Surge Soda. That was. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm not yeah. gonna find that. And exactly. then it goes to this thing where the guy's like, "I can give him protection. I was leader of the Aryan Brotherhood up in there. I tell you what, I go in there and I talk with the and I talk with the." N-words and not talk That guy's the, just the loudest dickhead in that area of of the town. Yeah, just, That's all that guy He was forced to suck a black guy's dick, and now he's saying he's the head of the Aryan Brotherhood. So, so then, you know, fast forward a little <laughs> bit. All of a sudden, you know, he, he has an upcoming trial. It, it's going to happen, and they are admitting his confession, so they're letting the confession back in, and he's going to go away for some time. It's already pretty much prevalent. They offer him a plea. He gets a job as a what, carny. carnival. As a he carny. Yeah. And he also gets baptized in a Methodist church, and the preacher wants to speak, wants him speaking and in by tongues. By the way, how is he? How is yeah? I know they tell me it'd be good if he could talk in tongues. <laughs> and I, I, how about uh, how is he not in constant agony with that fucking half yellow, half black chunk of teeth in his face at all times? The, this fucking guy, this Aryan fucking idiot, trying to so make a, an amazing statement. So you know what you got there, rat boy. Hands him here. a bat. It's insignificant. But if I was you know how to use this? Head, what would <laughs> like, yeah, I want to go hit a baseball. He's getting philosophical and shit, dude. That's some Bruce Lee already covered it with the water in the and the uh, <laughs> and the elderly fucking sunglasses that he has. They're, 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 they're wrap around gigantic. Okay. Those are not blue blockers. Those are those are cataract <laughs> surgery glasses. Kill snakes. But like I was saying, 
few weeks before he's supposed to go to prison, he has a job as a carny. Yes, he does. What do you? Oh, that's commissary. Is that what that? He's making commissary. Yeah, he's got to get liquored up no, a few times. It's before. probably like his lawyer said: you have, if you're gainfully employed, it helps us in the trial if we can say you have a job. <laughs> One of the last things he wants to do with the producer before he goes to to jail is go snake hunting. <sighs> One last time, yeah. <laughs> like, oh wow, really? That's all you want to do, huh? See what was crazy is when they had the final night together, him and his fiance, and they're sitting in front of each other, and he's blasting that stereo that he managed to buy from Lowe's. No, he didn't buy it. He forced his, the other guy to his, buy it. His, his big brother bought it at Lowe's with the discount, which wasn't really much of a discount. No, he, he said, didn't get the discount. Yeah. Should have gone to Walmart. <laughs> well, that song that he was playing though before they sat down, it was, it was John Bon Jovi "Bed of Roses," and I oh. picked it up right off the fucking bat, and I of had to just type did. it down because I had to. Of course you did. So he gets sentenced. He does. He gets oh, ten years. Yep. Now, um, so he gets the ten years, and he does go to jail. Looking pretty good too. Mullet's grown out a little bit. Now, my, my question is: Does uh, did anybody look up the after? I did. Yes. Homeless on the streets of Knoxville. Can't find much. Of, I couldn't find much about it, to be honest. I did find one. One post that was not that was okay. not recent. Right, well, he got sentenced to ten years for molesting a child, and he uh, could have gotten six. But if he, he would have uh, shown remorse, he wanted to have, make a statement. He oh, said yeah. no. He was not repentant at all. So the yeah, no remorse. Him to ten is that a six. No, yeah, but that's not why he he did every inch of those ten years because of problems that he was having in prison. Like he didn't have good behavior, and so he served. Even all though ten. he was segregated. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he still he had was problems. He was, he was in pedophile, you know, zoo. But he got out in uh, Ask Jared Fogle about that. And then it says, Upon his release, he looked to get settled again in southern Illinois with the help of his sister Brenda, with funds set aside for his participation in the film. Being a convicted sex offender always made it difficult to find places to live and get work, and he still struggles with that. He was arrested on his birthday, August 2010, in Nashville, charged with a sex offender registration violation. Traveling out of Illinois requires permission and notification of the proper authorities. He remains incarcerated. I don't know when this was. I don't think I think it was kind of old though. It was probably near 2010. So, anyways, it was just worth talking about this particular film because it was full of just. This is the kind of movie that makes me feel good because I'm like, man, you ain't doing so bad. You're, you're pulling it off, man. You're doing okay. Oh, there was a blog entry there, but I can't find out. I heard he got he played the, did the whole ten years, got out of prison like two thousand seven or something, and then that was it. Yeah, and then he went back to jail. Twenty ten. That's there's, the last. I think there's two taste. two overlying themes to this movie. It did say that Brent that oh, that Tanya left him trail. while he was in prison. Oh really? Uh, yeah, the first couple years he was in, she left him. It's not paid for. Well, she says she's it's going to here. I'll back. find another guy. Well, she says to her uh, special friend. That, uh, you know, she's like, what happens if he does go to jail? And she's like, well, I'll find somebody else. Yeah, that's what she kind of Yeah, that was, I, I was depressing. Okay, so. I found it depressing. White guilt and arrested development are the two takeaways for me. <laughs> you think it's sort of a combination between them? Or? White guilt from the producer okay, to make yeah, the yeah. film and then arrested development of a 12-year-old in a 30-year-old's body. White guilt? 
Well, yeah, the white, the, the just the more like affluent well, just guilt. Yeah, just like affluent, yeah, affluent guilt. Yeah. Sort of leftist, yeah. sort of like a spear tip of privilege. I feel guilt. responsible guilt. for this guy being such a scumbag because I could have helped him. Yeah, you know, it's been and, ten years since he was a kid. And and I could have helped the him. The hubris of thinking that he could have changed this guy. Like, so yeah, that I know guy's he's trying he's, to make a, make a difference. But there's a couple times in the film where he's like, and uh, I'm going to, def- you know, I would, I would never uh, say anything. I wouldn't. I'm going to try to be neutral, but here I am defending him. What reinforced that was the clip of him. With a, a saying, yeah, I've actually you know, Stevie Wright and him saying, I love the works of Shakespeare. And the end clip is him driving to prison to take him a book of Shakespeare. Like, eh, come on, dude, this is like, a self- I'm, I'm sure I he's complete totally self-serving documentary. I'm sure he's really into the fucking literature of Shakespeare. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is a complete self-serving documentary of that guy. In prison, he saw the Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Romeo and Juliet. He's like, I like Shakespeare. What well, says he, he? He he's bunked up. He's bunk mate, the guy who's actually not retarded, and so now he thinks he's not retarded. So that's what I got out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just it, like I said, it just we do need to have a mass genocide cleansing. Jesus Christ! This shit goes on. Down. Chemically castrating yeah, him would be good, but I, I would have to have a documentary made about each person before I could make that decision. <laughs> each person. I don't, I'm not. I'm not comfortable. The details of his life was it was it was a fucking train wreck. Yeah, it was, exactly. It was the worst fucking trailer. And the park documentary told I've me ever exactly seen. how yeah, I feel about this guy. It made me upset. I I just did not enjoy that movie. Now, what do you feel sympathetic for him at all? Absolutely I feel not. I feel kind of sympathetic to a large swath of the population that has to live like that because there's no opportunities. And she there's should no have killed him at just fucking terrible shit all first over. First term, she should have swallowed him. Everybody in this movie was awful. Even the even the guy, even the filmmaker is awful. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He's trying to. It feels like he's trying to profit off this guy's misfortune. This guy's got a real fucked up story. I'm gonna totally be filming this shit. Even though my wife, it seems like halfway through, is trying to talk me out of it. Doesn't want anything to do with it. But then she'll jump back in to try to counsel. The whole thing, ugh. The whole thing felt yucky. It's completely self-serving to the guy that made this. Exactly. I think. I didn't I, that's like how him. I, feel. I didn't like Stevie's a piece of shit. The family is gross. Yeah, it's he, just he was awful. raised the, like shit he should never even been born i wonder if the any of the documentary footage was used in his trial i, I wonder I, well he said he i have no problem being a character witness for you yeah Remember but that, that doesn't discussion? I, I, he, they could subpoena every fucking minute of video they had mm-hmm. with him and probably look through it if they wanted to. you know what i want to see and i don't know if i in australia they call him a child molester i think i texted you guys <laughs> this but i want to see a spinoff of tanya and patricia you know, the hilarious hijinks of Tanya and Patricia or oh, something like that. the two handicapped girls? Yeah. It's a TV show where they send them around the world. The two most redeeming people in this movie. Yeah, yeah, make uh, across, uh, make, have the two of them try to navigate their way across New Delhi. Yeah. Hashtag downtown with Downs. <laughs> something, just, you know. Jesus Christ. Throw them a bone, Neither man. Throw them at Downs. Throw them a bone because they won the genetic lottery as far as I'm concerned. No Downies there. Movie. I, think, uh, I think Tanya was just your <laughs> run-of-the-mill kind of touched person Forrest Gump and then I think the uh, Patricia I think yeah she like was leg, physically, legs first I think, she was, I think Patricia was more physically disabled rather than mentally disabled. spina bifida could be that's good that's a good guess you know your tards <laughs> or yeah and and Tanya I think was a legs first baby birth you know that kind of thing I would I would I would guess a, uh, boy this I would guess just... a, I would guess a hospital room floor drop man where did she come out here, guys? She came out slippery. She came out slippery. What can yeah. I say? Whoops. <laughs> yeah, Tanya, whoops, and then it's last like a name. water weenie. You ever have a water <laughs> 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 More slippery than a bald hot dog. I got to say, we got a 
We need a breather on that here, here. Hey, this is Doug Stanhope, fuck. and you're listening to the Master Bastard Podcast, live from wherever the fuck you are. There, okay. In closing, full endorsement of the movie. Okay. <laughs> Fucking I, I was, like it. I could not pull myself away from it. I had to watch, uh, I had to do it in two installments, though, because I had to go do oh, something. But man. White Saboon County my... made me laugh. This movie didn't make me laugh. That one's just as tragic. It's the, but it's, it's, but just, it's, it's humorous. 20 minutes in, they're like, you're a child molester. You fingered an eight-year-old. And then the rest of the movie's like trying to redeem him in a way it felt like. I just didn't like this at all. Well, I think it, was, I think it did a good Steve job Avery of showing that it's, a, that it's shades of gray you're dealing with with people. <sighs> like, it's never... It, it, for every piece oh. of shit child molester, there is somebody who who had all kinds of horrible scenarios around him. Like, he's he's he's... he's a product of a bunch of fucked up shit. Yeah. Eight-year-olds, dude. Yeah. Eight-year-olds. Eight-year-olds. Uh, I'm rubbing my vagina. You had to go around and knock on doors and tell <laughs> Yeah, that was the most revolting <laughs> sense of dread I felt was... It's a better ass. You could tell because she was irritated dude. down there. Uh, yeah, they said it like four <laughs> times, too. Okay, guys, that was the longest bastard piece theater ever. Chaps, you got the next it pick. It earned it. It earned it. You got the next pick for best piece Yeah, I, I'm going to do a Netflix. die roll. Yeah. A oh. die roll? Look for or a die. flip, a flip or a die roll. A, f- a flip will we'll work too. Just use that. Okay, animated is this, and feature film is this. All right, that should okay. be uh, Ham Tackles the one who likes animation the least. I'll flip it for you. So you're saying heads is animated? Animated. Yeah. Double cap flip. Lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Lost it in the light. Feature. That was no. Yeah, flip, flip that <laughs> shit that again. That was the worst flip slash. <laughs> okay, the movie is called Harlock. Oh, I like that one. That's cool. Cool anime. Any uh, preview? Space pirate, immortal. A badass immortal space pirate. Ice pirate. There's a there's like a fairy, uh, like elfin kind of magical creature, Blaster and then alien just species. a normal dude. That gets caught up in the mix, kind of that that narrates the story. I yeah, think he's like kind a of government right? agent who tries to get on board. And oh, is this? Go ahead. And... It's your movie, right? I like it. Go a ahead. Lot. Go ahead. Okay, I can go fuck myself. <laughs> Upgrade. No, I, I liked it. I I didn't see. I saw about three quarters of it. So I liked it quite a bit. And that's the animated. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pretty good. It's like it's kind of like uh, quality of remember Final Fantasy Spirits Within how good sure. that was it's kind of like that quality it probably doesn't hold up now animation though, I, no it's good that. oh yeah but well, I mean it's, Harlock Spirits Within you'd probably be like what the fuck Nowadays. yeah probably but Harlock's contemporary I still like the uh, Heavens whatever the fucking Final Fantasy 7 one the battle with Sephiroth oh yeah uh, one, uh, I know what you're talking about yeah that and I still have that on Blu-ray somewhere All right, it's like so child, we'll, child of children of something. Uh, what's the name of it? Oh, children of the atom. Children no. of the atom, isn't no. it? Yeah, it is. That's an expert thing. Isn't children it? of the corn. Oh, I can't I remember, remember it. I don't remember. Malachi. But it has all of the characters mm. from Final Fantasy VII, and a great scene mm-hmm. at the end where they fucking call the music's Bahama. incredible. Music's incredible for Bahama those. comes those. out. And, oh, so the great. black mages. It's great. Anyways. Hey, bud. Hey, great. So what do we got next? What do you hey, got, friend? bud? Uh, Go on there, bud. Do this one if a chappy chappy wanna wanna. Multiculturalism. It, it really depends on you guys if we do this. Don't be a fucking queer and lay it it's out It's your over choice. Here. You know what it is. None of us do. I know exactly what it is, but I don't think... I think half of us will participate. Ah. 
Well, because it's tobacco related. Just monkey. Yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm done with tobacco. Adventures in multiculturalism. I can't, I can't do it. Oh, you got four cigars. Are those Cubans? Romeo e Julieta. They're the best. They're the closest thing to cigars that I've ever found. Cubans? Two Cubans. As far as... Uh, you got Cubans. Medium medium flavor. They're not harsh, terrible, awful. Uh, yeah, you don't I have can. to inhale this. Yeah, I just can't do tobacco anymore, man. I, I, I'm more worried about, my, about me wanting tobacco again, honestly. I was addicted to the balls for a very long time. I don't want anything to do. I don't even Dude, want to smoke awesome. no, I don't want to do it right now, but I will have. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is uh, I th thought we'd wait for the next special thing that happens to us, like a, a promotion, a job, birth, some sort of a you know life event, and then we'd smoke them. Don't look at me. And then we so well, I think we'll keep these probably in the freezer here. Okay. And then you can decide then. If you want to, hey, uh, if I feel differently, I'll feel yeah. differently. Cool. Yeah. You know, that's why I got four. It, so. just, uh, I haven't had a cigar in many years. It's been a long time. The last many time years. I remember having a cigar with you was when I was probably fourteen. Yeah, no, fourteen. What? I had one when I was like, you know, eighteen. 19, no, with so. you, together on a porch, was the last time I remember having a cigar. Fourteen. With you. We didn't even hang out when we were fourteen. You were hanging out with my brother more than me. You don't like remember our mutual friend? Yeah. We would go over to his yeah, house. Yeah, you were like 15, 16, all that. No, I was time. like 14. Hmm. Okay, so we're off well, by golly, a year. There's an argument about it. So what was that? We can argue. <laughs> I just, uh, okay, well, you're welcome. Bud. Yeah, awesome. dude. High five, bro. I appreciate it. I'll have yeah. a cigarette. I'm not against are. them. I don't think they're I'd, gross. I'd I just guys it up right fucking now. <clears throat> See, I kind of want to right now, too, but... I, don't. Um, I do not want one right now. Yeah. Sounds, sounds bad. Your guys' choice. You, you're more than welcome to take one if you'd like. I could get another one for us. Because I kind of want to as well when we're done. Maybe. I just worry I'd be do I, afterwards I'd be like, oh, man, I want a cigarette. You won't. These no. are completely different. I, I still sm I, I smoke a cigarette if I have like that one that one too many. And I, I mean, I smoke like a motherfucker too. Yeah. Longer than you because you quit years ago. And I you couldn't have smoked before Chaps, I did. Was this also your show years tell? No. Yeah. It smells amazing, doesn't it? It smells good. It's just, I just. But I'll tell you what, I you, don't, you, I, don't I don't fucking miss it. I don't miss the cigarettes. I don't at all. Not either. gonna lie. I mean, the art of it. The art of it is something special. Like if having you can something sit down, to do in the social aspect of it, where smell? other people are smoking, and oh, you would hang out and talk, and you'd have a reason to like leave work and. Like I, I enjoyed that part. Yeah, of it. was the ritual. But uh, yeah, there's a whole ritual to it, and that. Like, you can't... Just sitting there is boring. But sitting there and smoking a cigarette, you can do. You know, like... Yeah, but nobody just wanna... sit there like a dummy in the in the silence by themselves. But if you're smoking a cigarette, you can do that. Uh, try this experiment. Just sit there and sit in your chair and don't turn the TV on and just watch it for an hour. It's kind of a fun experiment. Do it when you're drunk. Know what I'm talking... You, you, you got a little yeah, uh, cigar cutter there? You're going to cut the... Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm going to circumcise my cigar. I'm gonna moil my cigar. Lahayam! Nice work. Lahayam, bud. I actually left work today to go get these. Sexy. Gracias. Eric, um, hmm. you just gonna smoke those on the way home or something? No, we're just gonna smoke them right here at your house. Yeah, I'm bud. gonna light them up right now. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> 
Well, golly. That... Is that your passive-aggressive way of saying you can't light this up in my house? Exactly, place? that's what this <laughs> is. Yeah, no. It's 2017, guys. It's not 1987. So yeah, if not, ramp thing, and I'll just smoke too. You guys well, can I suck it. Actually, I don't want one right now, though. <laughs> I, kinda got a, I got a mild headache, and I know a cigar would not help that. Mild headache. A mild headache. I'm, it's that time of the month for me, guys. You know? Manopause. <coughs> the, uh, the warning on mine you, oh. is tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Awesome. Those are all things so, I don't care, care yeah, about. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about any of those. Mine things. is lung cancer and heart disease. Perfect. Those are two bad ones. <laughs> yeah, those are probably <laughs> the two worst ones. Chapsworth, you got something else for us now, don't you, bud? I do. It's gonna take a second person oh, to help me show it to everyone. Though. Show well, and tell. Ham's right there. We're gonna unfurl it. Uh, it's pretty sweet, though. Ham is right there. Got a show and tell. Go, guys. Chapsworth's got a show and tell for us, folks. He's They're gonna both show gonna us get something. up. It's gonna be visual, and you're not gonna know what it is. Maybe not. You, you can't see. What we Ham can tackle see. still sitting. Yeah, Ham tackle doesn't want to help. Do I have to get up? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's big. Wow, that the fuck is that? That's huge. Four foot by. Did he get printed? What is this? You got a huge poster print of. Oh, is it an incredible. Is it, the, is it the Hulk? Is that Incredible Hulk? Oh, the unfurling is amazing. Oh, it is. You got a fat head of the Incredible Hulk? That is amazingly <laughs> huge and amazing. Jesus fucking Christ, Jeff. Yes. What is that, 10 feet tall? No, it's, it's about six feet tall at the... Oh, there it goes. Okay. Wow. Isn't that a fucking badass? Yeah, that's, uh... Maybe about, like, bringing that into work, maybe. And the camera. That's, uh, Another impressive. Folks, go to fathead.com and enter the coupon code of... Eat a cut. Yeah, about, play your... Play it. That's about as big as it is right there. Play it. Yeah, you can't find it, can you? No, I can't. I don't know where it that's is. That's cool. So, yeah, I thought this was... Suck my dick till you come. Was on sale. They're usually like ninety-nine bucks. This was fifty-nine. Wow. I'm the process. Dude, that's of a bunch of shit to put on my walls. fucking awesome. Isn't that pretty cool? Samson passed on the uh, on the Hulk. I I offered him a Hulk action figure. At, we we're at Walmart. Fine. Passed. Green, green's not a good color. And he went for the strawberry shortcake. No, he went for the fucking jet from Super Wings. It's oh, on Sprout. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know it, you would. Oh my god, it's I want to shoot myself when I watch this shit. So the soundboard I have has two built-in other soundboards for radio in Europe. They can't hear it. Only me, buddy. Me and you. Dude, that's pretty. Yeah, that's printed. CD Radio. Oh, <laughs> 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 you got Ram Tang, uh, I mean, uh, Ham Tang, Ham Tang, Chest with the headphones, so they can't hear all this. Fun. Ooh, European Next stop is Disco Track 5. All about the funk train. That's great. That's great. Guys, he's pressed. Minden hétvége. Fantasztikus zenei hétvége a Sláger Rádióban a Kópüzlet Lánc támogatásával. It went really quick. Ezen a hétvégén felgördül a függöny. Oh, that was the first Vakítanak show. a reflektora. A Sláger Rádió képzeletbeli filmvásban megelevenednek minden időszakban a filmjének pillanatai. A Mert ez a 
Okay, so there's two soundboards on, on our soundboard right? that it's they don't let me delete, and they're full of European radio. <laughs> there's a another a, a world radio and another palette. Oh, what's loop, loop bass dance? Oh, loop bass dance was that? Do, yeah, do uh, there it is. I'm done. Yeah, I'm Welcome done. to European Masterbuster Radio. You're gonna have a good time, yeah. The next up song is called Dancing with Your Pantsing. It's called Dance Off, Pants Off. Take your pants off and dance off. Now is the time on Sprockets for the dance. <laughs> Can you play Men and Men and Tons of Sweaty Men? Men and Men and Sweaty Men. I, I think I can. Do the setup, too, for it. Well, you, you set it up while I search. I can't multitask very well. He was at home. doing. You were doing something. You were just hanging out. He asked how it was going at work, just a quick text. What's up, dude? And I responded, men and men and tons of sweaty men. <laughs> and all I got back was like, give me 15 minutes. Well, yeah, so, you did, you did, so, <laughs> oh, sing, yeah. sing your whatever your tune and make what you will with that. And it's like, yeah. okay, give me give me an hour. <laughs> you know, just in your oh, head. You, you and you're like, no, challenge. you don't have to do anything, man. Head. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, it, I'm sorry. It was more than, it was more like 18 minutes and I sent you <laughs> yeah. a... Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's done already. Yeah, you need, now you need to make a song about Dr. Delicious Pork Sausage. You you can explain Dr. Pa- We're playing no video games all the time, and he over and over Hamtack <coughs> will say, Paging Del- Dr. Delicious Pork Sausage. Dr. Dr. Delicious, Delicious Pork, Pork Sausage. Sausage. Paging Dr. Delicious Pork Sausage. I'm going to be honest, that does nothing for me. When he does that like a thousand times over, then it starts to get yeah, good. Yeah. It's like the Mater D, Mater D. I can see it. I can see it. Oh, we'd all love that. But yeah, 17 minutes, man. That was pretty intense how quickly he turned this shit around. Uh, I'm working on it. I got to get it in. Uh, I got to put it in a special area. Is that what we're waiting on? It's uh, something yeah. entertaining? Or well, this is, this is pretty a, amazing music, though. That we Just got a gap the, in uh, entertainment for everyone? For yeah, you can, you can pick off because I'm having trouble getting it onto where I need to have it. Radio have Donna happen. B, The Sound of Summer. That sounds like something up your Lay alley. Lay something on me, cowboy. <clears throat> Alaska. Okay. You guys think I'm too old to have a Hulk fat head? <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. There's nothing wrong. I really with it. like. Was, I shouldn't buy this, but I fucking really like it. Hey, side note, live guys, we have a chance to get a uh, respiratory trauma nurse in for a uh, a sit down for an ep. <sighs> uh, pretty crazy stories, like sure, death cover up type shit. Uh, Death shroud, if like she can have, if she doesn't mind no, like, on, I like mean. doctor fucking up and oops. Oh, oh really? Oh, so she's Christ. gonna malpractice, huh? Some malpractice talk. I don't know. I don't know if we want that kind of noise. <laughs> I you, thought that would be intriguing. The video above that shit is so funny to me. Okay, here you go, chaps. This is okay, what took 10 minutes to get to. Here it is. Jesus. Almost. Listen to this. the lights? Listen to this. Man, uh, und I don't man. have the hand eye anymore. Tante Schwerty Man. Left. Listen. Man, und man. Tante Schwerty Man. Man, und man. Tante Schwerty Man. Man, und man. Tante Schwerty Man. Not dance. I, I feel like this podcast has devolved into us just Dogs. talking and then playing random bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's what we think is funny. Who gives a fuck? Man. Yeah, I know. It's not like we're, it's not like we've got sponsors to upset. Pay very close attention to around fifty-one seconds. Dance. Dance. Coming up. 
Yeah, I know. Men, men, men. <laughs> yeah, I, well, maybe not. Maybe oh, before. yeah, good one, bud. Good one. You can just hear him go, men, men. <laughs> I start laughing. I'm like, I'm not going to re-record anything. That's good enough for fucking ten minutes of work. That's a, that's a chocolate banjo mix right there. Pretty much. We need to we need to really put out chocolate banjo. Yeah, we need to you remaster sell, some chocolate banjo. You sell the banjo, entire al- album for the lowest possible price on iTunes. Like, what is it, like two bucks for an album or something? Well, we should remaster some of it, though, because it's all just uh, uh, um, the, the Apple GarageBand on your Generation like 3 iPad. So it's kind of like none of the music is ours, really, but what can you do? Yeah, it's all like yeah, stock, it's all though, Yeah, it's right? all allowed to be used. You're right. That's kind I'm of sorry, a shitty... I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could try to make... Yeah, what is your favorite chocolate banjo, then? I'm in love with you, girl. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one. I sent you a... Part of me, that that one for sure. Uh, Strange men have sex is another favorite of mine. <laughs> it's not prisoner of love, is it? It might be. Just, I'll be. No, f- just no. I'm in love with you, girl. All right, I'll prisoner of love. I'll be fucking girl. This is it. This is it. Look at the recollection from Ham Tackle. I wrote this song. <laughs> We never met, but I've been watching you sleeping, girl. Underneath your covers, that's where I've been peeping. I'm in love with you, girl. <laughs> I'll be rocking your world. Like a 40-year-old asthmatic. Your life is missing love, and I demand it. I kind of see him masturbating while he's singing. That's why the... I'm in love with you, girl. Change of pitch. Come out here for very sandwich. You can't stop my love, cause it's all that I got for you. I'm not giving up, cause I already fought for you. I'm in love with you, girl. I'll be rocking your world. Here it is again. Go and check your mail, cause I sent you a part of me. Oh, that oh, was so brilliant. order that could keep us so apart. Brilliant. I won't stop loving you, girl. <laughs> That's like your fucking Mona Lisa, man. My love you fucking That is fucking my peak. <laughs> That's such a good line. Can't wait to add your body to my secret collection. <laughs> You'll be a prisoner to satisfy my erection until I'm done with you. <laughs> this could be used like subpoenaed in court so as premeditated. You know, for premeditated. <laughs> I have to explain how this is satire. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be unfortunate enough for some drifter female prostitute to be dead in my backyard without me knowing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm that asshole. <laughs> Well, we uh, we threw you through your uh, profiles. We found this shit. Go and check your mail because I sent you a part of it. That's Best a, line ever. Such a good line. My second favorite is Strange Men Have Sex. Stop playing. Just click on Strange Men Have Sex at the top. Strange Men Have Sex, the first Chuckle Danzo song ever. Oh, it's the best. With. Sex, 
Uh, or maybe like, you know, Fox Little Fugue. Terrible. It's probably like five years ago. I like Jessica. Call from Skim Willie. Do you accept the charges? Yes. Gonna put my fingers inside you. Feel around and see what I can see. Yeah. Gonna put my fingers inside you. Maybe I'll find my missing car keys. Gonna shove my foot deep inside you. Wear your ass like a worn leather shoe. Gonna shove my foot deep inside you. You'll be my will, I'll be your harpoon. God damn it, Jessica. Will you marry me? <laughs> Classic. Classic. That's I just popular Ernie days. Love right the idea of I know I said I'd fuck you, but I already jerked off. <laughs> but it sounds just like that. I uh, I'd be fucking girl straight fucking was another one you brought to us from a coworker. Yeah, yeah, was, you just kept saying that line from a coworker. There was a muse for that for sure. I'd be fucking girl straight fucking. His take on it is what makes that shit funny. Straight fucking straight fucking. I'd be fucking. Keep that shit going, man. This is supposed to be a romance album. This is all done on an iPad. Yeah. No Captain Crunch. Oh. Yeah, all night. Uh huh. I'll be fucking girl. This is like the funniest shit. <laughs> I remember when you uh, first came back from Oregon, and uh, you and Cheese Nips were here, and uh, Tarla just goes, "Check out what we've been up to," and goes to our fucking YouTube channel on TV, and plays one of these songs, and you were just, you were just like, "What the fuck is going on?" That was before we even had the idea to do Master Bassy. Was that? It was, I think. I thought that was the first good thing. It's like, hey guys, I want to do a podcast. I'll come over this day. Let's hang out. Well, no, it was, yeah, let's have a brain wa- a brainstorming thing about ads. Let's do ads. We recorded a bunch of those ads. One of general ideas how to do the podcast. Sweet Sally's segregated daycare was, was my contribution. Sweet Sally's segregated I still, daycare. I still have a picture of an old lady like, Jose, over in the corner. There's two faucets. <laughs> <laughs> you know which color water bottles you oh. get. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ooh. That's oh. the outro, huh? I'm rubbing my vagina. <laughs> oh. oh, that's always so good. Oh. What is. Oh, yeah, I gotta do it here. Cleaning chrome is the uh, ode to a uh, robotic sex doll, isn't it? What, what the listener doesn't know is, I, I know the musical genius of Turlin sitting next to me. And it used to just be, hey, look what I have. A handle of McCormick's vodka. Why don't you take a few, couple, handful of shots out of there? And then he says, give me an animal, a, resol- a conflict, and a resolution. And I'm going to write a song about it. Yeah, well, these are pre-internet days. Days when, you had, if you wanted to have fun on a weekend, you had to go meet other people. We had, yeah, <laughs> the, the four-track was there with cassette tapes. Yeah, cassette tapes. Can you imagine growing up right now? You'd be like, why would I go to a party? 
I hang out with the people I actually like <laughs> on the internet or at my house or you know what? I weird. hang out with my friends from a cozy distance of 27 miles. No shit. <laughs> no, they, the internet is amazing though because that's what kept me in contact with uh, Chapsworth when you moved across the country. We were fucking playing games all the goddamn yeah. time. We're always talking. It's just yeah, the internet was the best way. This four or five months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of cur- of courage. Yeah, but that was also the time where we were gonna drift apart because it was just yeah. after we kind of like right. you guys just broke up and, and uh, didn't know if their friendship. College was over and we sort of moved law. away and yeah, <laughs> figured. Yeah, ten years after college. Was it? No, seven. 2003. It was 2010. It's transitional period in our lives. I hate to bring it up, but you know, I, I did go live in Oklahoma for two years, and I lived in fucking Oregon for fucking six years, and I lived in Alaska for half a year, and it was like I've met people like this guy Stevie before. I really have. Mm-hmm. I'm sure in Oklahoma specifically. Yeah, I <laughs> he wasn't from there though. He was. He was I'm sure. The... I'm sure when you're in fucking Oregon, it wasn't the same deal. I mean, did you live in Beaverton? Was that where you lived? I was south of Beaverton. I was in Wilson, the Dubville, Wilsonville. Actually, I was in Charbonneau, which was a retirement community. Charbonneau. Me and Jesus were like the youngest couple by far in the whole area. That was a cool place, though, man. That was that was yeah, a nice did spot. You go up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys visited. That was when uh, you could. Could you still smoke there? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, smoking inside in a of a bar. It was like I moved to Oregon. I'm like, you can still smoke in a bar. They banned that shit five years ago. I remember you guys smoking at Denny's. You guys were smoking at Denny's. Fuck yeah, yeah. Because you go to Denny's, you get a grand slam, but there's also a full bar. Pool table, jukebox, couple fucking uh, slot, slot machines, machines in the yeah. back. It was yeah, up, you can it, scratch like seven inches going to Denny's. And it's there, Denny's, man. so they don't <laughs> let black people in. That's not true. Jesus. That's well, they not had that, true. They had a huge problem with Denny's. Had a huge class action lawsuit over that shit. It's like a location that was like specifically not allowing in black people. I'm pretty sure I've Missouri, talked about Missouri, Mississippi. Start with an M, right? I don't know. Put in, put in Denny's racism. I've Denny's t- racist lawsuit. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I remember I was at I was sitting there shooting pool by the jukebox, and there was a black family that came in, and the mom was there, and she goes, "They don't got the song I want." And the daughter goes, "What do you mean?" She goes, "I'm looking for Usher," and they ain't got it. She goes, "Mom, there's no R in Usher." Usher. Oh, there you go. Sacramento, During the 1990s, California. Denny's was involved in a series of discrimination lawsuits involving several cases of servers denying or providing inferior service to racial minorities, especially black customers. In 94, Denny settled a class action lawsuit filed by thousands of black customers who had been refused service, forced to wait longer, or paid more than white customers. The $54.4 million settlement was the largest to date under federal public accommodations laws established 30 years earlier. Yeah, it was kind of right in Maryland. Where it is the uh, state? Sacramento, <laughs> California, 95. He, he and his friends were... Uh, he, that he and his friends had to pay up front at the counter upon ordering their meals. They questioned when we asked the waitress about it. She said, some black guys have been in earlier who made a scene and walked out without paying their bill. God, this was as er- fucking So now the manager wanted all blacks to pay up front. You left out the whole... I didn't read the whole. Yeah, no, that was but, the most uh, important guys, thing. Guys, uh, most importantly, after a fifty-four point four million settlement, Denny's created a racial sensitivity training program for all employees. Denny's has also made efforts in improving its public relations image by featuring African Americans in their commercials, including one featuring Sherman Helmsley. No, no, hold on. Here. <laughs> Whoa, go back, go back. Old Sherman. <laughs> uh, Net worth, yeah, that's what we need. El Paso. <laughs> 
What are you t- typing in the world's longest Google search for? <laughs> the shittiest. Now go back ever. to that other one. I wanted to read that there was another thing. We on will there. after I see Sherman Helms at a commercial. Oh, it's that so guy. say goodbye to the world. That's a, that's a playing in the background. I didn't realize. More chocolate banjo. Everybody's been hearing it this whole time. lunch and dinner. But the money saved a little trip. So where are we going to go? Who said anything about we? They sound the same. The Grand Slam. Now two ninety nine. Okay, go back. Beautiful okay, looking eggs. Two ninety nine no. for a big breakfast. Yeah, you know, when was this fucking nineteen ninety? A nineteen ninety. Look, a nineteen ninety three no. incident occurred when six black United States Secret Service agents Whoa. visited a Denny's restaurant in Annapolis, Maryland. They were forced to wait an hour for service while their white companions were seated immediately. <laughs> Dudes in suits. I bet. Yeah. The well, they don't have to be. They could just be in civilian. I bet they were like in the suits. worst case well, How do we get the racist Denny's? <laughs> I don't know. He brought up Denny's, and I said, "Oh yeah, and they didn't. Uh, oh yeah, no, Denny's is great." They, no, in Oregon, that it's called a lounge, and you can get fucked up, and you're at a Denny's. So if you have to pee, you have to like walk to the restaurant and keep your fucking your wits about you because you don't want to be all belligerent in front of the fucking six year old at twelve thirty at night, or I should say in the morning as they're eating grand slams. Yeah, I just think of when I hear moons over my hammy, I just think racism. And... It's a delicious sandwich. It's not a sandwich, it's an yeah. entree. It's a breakfast. Yeah, it's plate. a breakfast sandwich. Is it a sandwich? It's a yes. Sammy. Oh. Really? Open face Sam. Oh, well, it's open face. It's yeah, not a man. sandwich. Oh, it's Sam not open face. Oh, oh, yeah, that means it's only one piece of bread, huh? Yeah, like an open face turkey sandwich. I, I was going to look that know, up smothered. on the Googles and I forgot to, but really thank you for clarifying, pal. You got something important to say, don't you, Turley? I do. It's over. We're done. Oh, you're trying to show us. Folks, you can email us at thebastards at masterbastard.com. Oh. You mean to do that? Ladies and gentlemen, you can email us at thebastards at masterbastard.com. Why don't you leave us a five-star review and a comment on iTunes? We'll send you a sticker. On Twitter, we're at masterbastards. Uh, Chapsworth, this week is your pick for a song of the week. What did you want? Immortal Technique, Dance with the Devil. More heavy metal. Dark blast metal. Wow, nice immortal spelling there, pal. I, uh, yeah. He's used to autocorrect, okay? Okay, is this the one you want right here? Yes, ma'am. All right, this is Immortal Technique Dance with the Devil. Folks, thank you for joining us once again. It was a goddamn pleasure having you Mm. with us. Guys, you have anything special to say to the folks before we leave? Sorry about this episode, people. This, uh, this song has a very dark dark story to it so can you t- can you f- give us a little taste of what this story is so dark about or are we going to be able to tell immediately there's a twist at the end <laughs> so that's the whole thing yep that's the idea M. Night Shyamalan heavy metal it's the idea <laughs> it's not heavy metal immortal techniques rap man oh you can, you can find some uh, some chocolate banjo <laughs> on iTunes for 47 cents a song uh, yeah I'll get to that eventually 47 yeah, cents we've been talking about that for a decade almost all right, here's your dance with the devil, a moral technique where the guy goes rippity rap rap rap, y'all. Folks, thank you for joining us. Uh, go suck a dick. Uh, we'll see you next time. Actually, you know what? I love you. I appreciate every each and every one of you. I want to kiss you each on the forehead. And, good know, save. Good God, save. They smell good. They smell. Is that Pert Plus? That smells really good. Your top of your head smells really nice. I can't, I can't do it with that much. What is sure. your line? Your hair smells different when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good pickup line. Your hair smells different when you sleep. Thanks for joining us, folks.
once knew a nigga whose real name was William. His primary concern was making a million, being the illest hustler that the world ever seen. He used to fuck movie stars and sniff coke in his dreams. A corrupted young mind at the age of 13. Nigga never had a father and his mom was a fiend. She put the pipe down, but for every year she was sober. Her son's heart simultaneously grew colder. He started hanging out, selling bags in the projects. Checking the young chicks, looking for hit and run prospects. He was fascinated by material objects, but he understood money never bought respect. He built a reputation because he could hustle and steal, but got locked once and didn't hesitate to squeal. So criminals he chilled with didn't think he was real. You see, me and niggas like this have never been equal. I don't project my insecurities on other people. He fiended for props like addicts with pipes and needles, and so he felt he had to prove to everyone he was evil. A feeble-minded young man with infinite potential. The product of a ghetto-bred capitalistic mental Coincidentally, dropped out of school to sell weed Dancing with the devil, smoked until his eyes would bleed But he was sick of selling trees and gave in to his greed Everyone trying to be trife, never face the consequences You probably only did a month for minor offenses Ask a nigga doing life if he had another chance But then again, there's always the wicked that knew in advance Dance forever with the devil on a cold cell block But that's what happens when you rape, murder, and sell rock Devils used to be gods, angels that fell from the top There's no diversity because we're burning in the melting pot So Billy started robbing niggas, anything he could do Get his respect back in the eyes of his crew Starting fights over little shit up on the block Stepped up to selling mothers and brothers to crack rock Working overtime, making money for the crack spot Hit the jackpot and wanted to move up to cocaine Fulfilling the Scarface fantasy stuck in his brain Tired of the block niggas treating him the same He wanted to be major like the cutthroats and the thugs But when he tried to step to him, niggas showed him no love They told him any motherfucking coward can sell drugs Any bitch nigga with a gun can bus slugs, any nigga with a red shirt can front like a blood, even Puffy smoked the motherfucker up in the club, but only a real thug can stab someone till they die, standing in front of them, staring straight into their eyes, Billy realized that these men were well guarded, and they wanted to test him, before business started, suggested raping a bitch to prove he was cold hearted, so now he had a choice between going back to his life, or making money with made men, up in the sight, his dreams about cars and ice, made him agree, a hardcore nigga is all he ever wanted to be. And so he met them Friday night at a quarter to three. Everyone trying to be trife never face the consequences. You probably only did a month for minor offenses. Ask a nigga doing life if he had another chance. But then again, there's always the wicked that knew in advance. Dance forever with the devil on a cold cell block. But that's what happens when you rape, murder, and sell rock. Devils used to be gods, angels that fell from the top. There's no diversity because we're burning in the melting pot. They drove around the project slow while it was raining Smoking blunts, drinking and joking for entertainment Until they saw a woman on the street walking alone Three in the morning coming back from work on the way home And so they quietly got out the car and followed her Walking through the projects, the darkness swallowed her They wrapped her shirt around their head and knocked her onto the floor This is it kid, now you got your chance to be raw So Billy yoked her up and grabbed the chick by the hair And dragged her into a lobby that had nobody there She struggled hard but they forced her to go up the stairs They got to the roof and then held her down on the ground Screaming shut the fuck up and stop moving around The shirt covered her feet but about she screamed and clawed So Billy ghetto, stomped right? on the bitch Normal till they broke in the jaw The dirty bastards knew exactly what they were doing They kicked her until they cracked the ribs and shit 
normal kid. His mom was a crackhead, but she went clean. But that caused like a he like resented her after that. So he fell in with the wrong crowd, got popped for some shit, knocked out some dudes. So he's trying to get back into the game. He sees a bunch of crackheads, you know, not crackheads, but crack dealers wants some wants in on the the business. So to he, prove he's hard. To prove he's hard, they he's decided to these made this covenant with three other dudes to go rape a girl to show prove how hard he is. So that's where we are. And you like it because it's got classical music. I like in it, it because of the beat, and this guy is an incredible rap artist, man. And he sounds he's like very. A, he sounds like Danger Mouse from. Uh, he's uh, very political. Quite the wordsmith. I've seen him on Alex Jones before. It's fucking weird. You're watching Alex Jones, are you? Like Just because he was not. And then they all proceeded to rape her violently. Billy was made to go first, but each of them took a turn, ripping her up and choking her until her throat burned. A broken jaw mumbled for God, but they up. weren't concerned when they were done and she was lying bloody broken and bruised one of them niggas pulled out a brand new 22 they told him that she was a witness for what she'd gone through and if he killed her he was guaranteed a spot in the crew he thought about it for a minute she was practically dead and so he leaned over and put the gun right to her head it's the same plot line as flight of the navigator i seen that one <laughs> listen right here Right before he pulled the trigger and ended a life He thought about the cocaine with the platinum and ice And he felt strong standing along with his new brothers Cocked the gat to a head and pulled back the shirt cover But what he saw made him start to cringe and stutter Cause he was staring into the eyes of his own mother She looked back at him and cried cause he had forsaken her She cried more painfully and when they were raping her His whole world stopped he couldn't even contemplate his corruption had successfully changed his fate and he remembered how his mom used to come home late working hard for nothing because now what was he worth he turned away from the woman that had once given him birth and crying out to the sky because he was lonely and scared but only the devil responded because god wasn't there and right then he knew what it was to be empty and cold and so he jumped off the roof and died with no soul they say death takes you to a better place but i doubt it after that they killed his mother and never spoke about it and listen because the story that i'm I'm telling is true because I was there with Billy Jacobs and I raped his mom too and now the Jesus devil follows Christ. me everywhere that I go in fact I'm sure he's standing among one of you at my shows in every street cypher listening Jesus to little thugs flow he could be standing right next to you and you wouldn't know the devil grows it's inside the hearts of the selfish and like wicked white brown yellow and black color is not restricted you, know, you have a self-destructive destiny when you're inflicted and you'll be song, one man. of God's children and fell from the top there's no diversity because we're burning in the melting pot so when the devil wants to dance with you you better to say never because a dance with the devil might last you forever. You know, it's uh, very much like the twist at the end of a Serbian film. And probably the most uh, <laughs> shocking horror film of all time. The film banned in many, many European countries. Uh, but no, the, at the end of the film, it is uh, it's about a, like a porn actor who is commissioned by some rich person to get back out of retirement and because he was known for being like really brutal and having a big old dick. And gets hired by some person to participate in some films but he's not told what it is and they keep kind of pushing his boundaries pushing his boundaries um, in the end they end up drugging him like crazy so that he goes nuts and he just starts fucking the shit out of whatever they put in front of him and he realizes it's his own like nine-year-old son in the end 
Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's, it's We're horrible. not watching that shit. Hey, folks, thanks for checking out the extras of the Internet Master <laughs> Podcast, number 146. <laughs> you can't watch it. It's not on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, earlier in the episode, we had child rape in, a, in, in like uh, half of the episode. A Serbian and... film has, has a scene in which a guy rapes a newborn infant. They deliver it, and then the guy rapes it to death. Folks, thanks for joining us. Go suck a child's dick. See you Jesus next time. Jesus Christ. A Serbian film. Sorry, I gotta pee. That's right, I'm gonna hit stop on this and never hit start again. <laughs>